4: Yes, indeed. It is the I couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the tire rack.com studios. Uh, Tyrac.com will help you get there, wherever there may be. Also brought to you by Discover Credit Card. And at the end of your first year, Discover Card automatically doubles all, all of the cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled, folks. I'm serious. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Rick Buecher, FS1 NBA analyst, colleague of mine, and Roz will join us at the bottom of the hour to talk NBA. All right, Rob, uh, we talked about the big news of the day, and that was Aaron Rodgers finally being traded to the Jets. But there was other big news, Rob, in the NBA. D'Aaron Aaron Fox, the star player, point guard for the Sacramento Kings who had an absolute breakout year. He was named clutch player of the year. It's the inauguration of that award. Uh, So he, he was the first one to win it and um, play has played great in this series with the uh, golden state warriors. It's knotted at two, two. And of course, yesterday in that thrilling game, he scored 38 points, Rob, Uh, But the news came down this afternoon that he fractured the tip of his finger, uh, one of the fingers on his shooting hand. Uh, He's hopeful for game five, which is Wednesday. And if he plays, doctors have said he'd have to play with some type of covering uh, or or Mm. splint. I don't know if it'll be a full splint, but some type of covering on his finger, uh, protective covering. Now, Rob, let me say this. Uh, Kobe Bryant, you might remember, played. He had fractured his finger in two places, uh, right near the tip as well. And uh, he played through it, didn't get surgery, and ended up winning his fifth and final championship that year with the Lakers. So it can be done, uh, but it's still, you don't want to minimize that this is a serious injury. And it certainly benefits the Warriors. I'm sure they and nobody wants to see this. But it, it, it is a tough break, no pun intended, for the Sacramento Kings.
3: It's just fitting for the NBA playoffs. I mean, I just cannot get over it. Shaking my head every single time. And as we talked about, Chris, over and over, it's the stars that are getting hurt. It ain't like... It is. You know what I mean? Like a, the third or fourth player or uh, the sixth man. It's the stars Aaron Fox was a, has been a star, my God. He's been great this year. Yep, absolutely yep. great. And then for that to happen, it's just a blow. It doesn't mean that it's all over, and he, like you say, he can't play through it or whatever. But it's a blow, and and it's just unfortunate. It's you just want to see the teams at full strength, and then the best team, Chris, that wins, they win. Right. it
4: it, it is, and and it's it's. It's interesting, Rob, or ironic that this is happening during the age of load management, because we've talked about it. You've seen injuries in the past, you know, uh, even the the Warriors' first championship. Rob, Kobe, and I'm not Kobe, Kyrie, and is hurt, or that maybe who knows? Maybe that series might have gone differently. Of course, Kevin Durant. Uh, in 2019, doesn't play for the Warriors. A lot of people feel like they would have won. The was it wasn't just Kyrie, wasn't Toronto. Love her too, right? Love, yes, Kyrie and love. and Love. Right. I mean, I'm um, just saying, like, nah, so I'm yeah, not... st- This this is not new, but Rob, I and these are injuries that could. These aren't. These are just injuries. They aren't wear and tear injuries. They're injuries from you know, I mean, Giannis and Ja went airborne, and it wasn't dirty plays, but essentially were undercut, not in a dirty way, but guys trying to take a charge, and they landed awkwardly. Giannis on his back, Jai on his fingers. Uh, And then this one with De'Aaron Fox. Rob, the interesting thing, and and really even makes it sadder, that if you look at the play it happened on, was about four and a half minutes left in the game, and the play had stopped. Like there had been a call or something foul call or something, and De'Aaron just kind of threw it, you know, kind of went up with, like, a little layup with his hand, and and Looney kind of reached out and grabbed it. It was nobody's fault, but it was an injury that happened even, you know, after play, it kind of right stopped right away. But, um, bro, after that, though, De'Aaron Fox still ball. Uh, he, of course, hit the three-pointer that pulled them within a point of the Golden State Warriors, so we'll see. I, I thought Golden State was going to win this series anyway. Um, of course, I still think they will, but if, they, what, they what have they not been a good road. Chris, to or
3: them. they haven't been as convincing to you though. Even with the two wins, no. I mean, I Where thought they.
4: W- I didn't think they'd have this much trouble, but okay. um, yeah. But they, you know, the Kings have played been better than I expected. Right, uh, right, it's about winning. The Warriors winning. have been good, it's, though. It's, it's about yeah, winning, so but, but it
3: is definitely it ain't like overwhelming. Like, oh, they they can't hang with the the Kings can't. No, hang I mean, the Warriors, it, look, right.
4: the, the Kings were the third seed. You know, the Kings had the better regular season. The Kings are going to have, I think, two players on the All NBA teams. The Warriors are, will only have one. Steph. The, the Kings will have De'Aaron Fox and Demontis Sabonis. Possibly, they were on mine. Fox second team, Sabonis third. So, you know, I mean, I think the youth, Rob, and the experience versus the inexperience is what would make it feel like an upset, right? And the fact that Steph's the best player on the floor. But, um, you know, the Kings certainly have the resume for this season. But I do think, um, you know, the Warriors will take care of business. But they haven't been good on the road Rob, especially in light of this news, the Warriors they they need to go get Game Five. It's not over if they don't, but they need to go get Game Five. They got to win once in Sacramento, and you you know the De- De'Aaron as time goes on, he's probably just going to get better, more used to the you know right. No no being no, you got to strike when the eye, when the yep. iron's hot.
3: There's no yep. doubt about it. Like like if they lose this game with him. You know, being banged up. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Like I
4: said, the series won't be over. You know how bad they are on the road. You might chalk it up to that. But they still they gotta win one in Sacramento. That's just the bottom it line. Might as well be game five if you're <laughs> right. there. Right. 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 Absolutely. Um that game yesterday, Rob,
3: I thought about you. Why did you think about me, Chris? <laughs> why would that be? You're enjoying your basketball. Why would enjoying you allow me? To, it. Oh. It, why would you allow me to enter your thoughts on uh, just I know. a regular That's basketball? That's what I'm trying game. to figure
4: out. No. Yes. Uh first of all, Steph Curry was phenomenal. I mean, he was had I, I actually I feel like he's getting better. I mean, some of the shots he is hitting are just incredible. And uh, he was doing that again yesterday, Rob. 32 points, big three after big three after big three, going to the bucket, finishing layups George Gervin style with the big, you know, finger rolls. And, I mean, really just had a phenomenal game. And then nearly had, Rob... I, I don't know what I mean. Obviously, the the thought that I'm sure went through everyone's mind was Chris Webber, and, and shout out to unfortunately Webb, I hate to Chris to Webber because it. right, it's, uh, it's that's always going to be of, right? right,
3: right. You don't even of have to say all that what it he's was. Done. Yep.
4: I mean, he had a great NBA career. I don't know if he'll ever get in the Hall of Fame, or not, but he had a great NBA career.
3: Had a, you know a great college career, even though they didn't win a championship. They never, the Ten, I, I, they, they never even won the Big Ten, which is ridiculous, Chris. What was that? They never even won the Big Ten. No, no, but they. That but was always know, the I most, mean, they did no, they changed college basketball, right. but it's shocking that those guys. I mean, and the careers that they went on to have in the NBA, they should have won a championship uh, or at least a Big Ten title. Can we say that? Okay. They got what? They got the two
4: championships and lost them both, but uh, but anyway, he's known for that felled timeout call when he called a timeout and there was none in the NCAA championship game and last night the 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 Warriors are in control up 5 40 some odd seconds left and Steph calls a timeout and the and funny thing Rob was he said he thought it was the smartest play <laughs> you could make like he said I thought it was such a smart play because he was trapped and he had nowhere to go so instead of trying to make a play and right, turn it over, he ball, called right, the timeout. Right. Yeah. And he looks over at the bench thinking he made a great play, and they're all, like, shaking their heads, and they had used up their timeout on that challenge, which, you know, probably threw him off. And then, Rob, uh, so that's a technical. They hit the—Malik Monk makes the technical free throw. Then De'Aaron Fox hits the three, and all of a sudden, with about 20— Six, 27, 28 seconds left, it is a one-point game. Now, this is, as the insulted injury for Steph, you could have dribbled it out, right? Or at least used up most of the clock, not all of it. And instead, he drives, gets a good look from but about 15, 14, 15 feet, misses. The interesting thing, Rob, is even if you make that, though, they all they need is a three to tie. No, like I you're know, only but, up three. But you're
3: not up four. Right, but the difference too is like uh, a and two beat you. Left. You know what I mean? A two beat you. Like you don't need. No, but I mean that. for him, if no, no, no. he makes that shot, I get that. But you don't lose though. You don't lose. You can't no, lose no, on the last no. play. Right. That, you can't lose, but you could. You they could, could tie you, but you can get right. beat, Chris, because of it. Because they only need a two. Now Harrison Barnes had an open three. He missed it, right? Yeah, missed it. Yeah, I he, mean, that, uh, that
4: yeah, and that's what. So they come down and they get a. Oh, they, they double De'Aaron Fox. He looted, he, think, he passes Harrison Barnes, and he misses a three. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad miss. I mean, it, no, it was no, close. And it,
3: but it, but it, but it was an open look, Chris. If he knocks that down, yeah. we talking something different. And then you would go back and look at Steph Curry. And the meltdown at the end of that game, and be like, "Wow!" I mean, he was saved because they didn't. He left the door open for the Warrior for the Kings to steal that game, and it didn't happen. So you know, you can kind of talk about it now, and and you know, and and they won. It would have been been, horrible.
4: It would. It would have been been like. It would have been like Chris Paul. Remember that meltdown against Oklahoma City. Yep, when he was with the Clippers, and it would have been like Isaiah Thomas. Throwing that pass, you know, in eight what, eighty seven and Larry Bird I, stealing it in Easter Chris, I was party. watching that game live.
3: I still remember. Uh, I was too. Well, you oh, were you there? No, no, no. Oh, I, I wasn't was, there, I was, there. I was watching it live. I was I was an NBA reporter, but I wasn't covering that series in eighty seven. And I remember watch, you know, just watching the game and just couldn't believe it. No, like, it was, all, all it was the bad. mechanisms were bad. Like I think he was inbounding. Uh, you know, Chris. You know this. You play basketball. You're supposed to step towards the pass, and I can't. Was he passing to Lambier? Uh, I can't. even – I feel but, but, like but, it was Lambier, but, Lambert, but, I'm but not, he was, I was. He didn't come to the ball. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you Aren't you supposed to come to the ball as as the pass is coming? And right. whatever it was. And didn't they throw it towards his own basket? Yes, basket that was the other here. one, Chris. Yep. That yep. that was the other one. Like all of the things you aren't supposed to do. Isaiah did, and we know he's a smart and great basketball player. But that night, it cost his team dearly. No doubt. And he, you know,
4: fortunately for him, um, you know, he went on to win two championships, reach three finals. So he kind of put it in the background, right? This for Steph would have, I mean, obviously he's already won four championships, two MVPs. So it wouldn't have defined his career, but it probably ends this dynasty. And it becomes like today, it's a it would be a huge story today, and then instead because they would be on the brink, they would be on the
3: brink, Chris. Yeah, it would probably be over. Right, one, it would be, and they were on the brink because Steph gave up what looked like an insurmountable lead, up five with the ball, like Right. right at home.
4: Right, I was saying Steph taketh, like I thought when I thought it might happen, it was like Steph taketh and Steph giveth away. Because he was the – re. I mean, he was I, – I couldn't believe some of the shots he was making. It and is amazing, to though. How,
3: you weren't yeah. the only one. You don't know how many people, whenever Steph does anything or misses a shot, Chris. Well, because you're, no, you're,
4: you're a Steph hater, like Tom I'm not Brady, a hater. I'm a like, reporter. You know, yeah, I'm not a hater. Whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it, it really won't – it's just a footnote now, and uh, he's fortunate that he – they escaped with that victory. Uh, but we'll see what happens in game five again. Not a must win, but the Warriors need to go get this one, especially with De'Aaron Fox ailing. 877-99 on Fox. We're going to throw it out to you guys. Um, what do you think is the state of this series now with De'Aaron Fox having the fractured finger, even if he plays? And um, how fortunate was Steph to dodge that Bullet, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It's your turn to win with The Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob. And uh, be sure not to miss NFL Draft Night Live right here on Fox Sports Radio, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Throughout the first round of the draft, Insider Jay Glazer, former Cardinals GM Steve Kime, who just joined the I Couple last hour, College Football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, and Big Noon Kickoffs Rob Stone will uh, have the action for you. They'll also have pick-by-pick predictions and reactions to every first-round pick. That's Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, throughout the first round of the draft, live right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage is presented by Chalk, C-H-O-Q, the reigning champion in natural men's health. So level up your strength, guys, energy and focus as well, at chalkchok.com. You can use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. chok.com, code DRAFT, 877 on Fox. We're that talking mean, De'Aaron Fox and Steph. Your thoughts?
3: That means they don't need us Thursday night. Is that what that is? Okay. We're only I'm on for an sure. hour, Rob. <laughs> All right. An hour Thursday night. Yeah. That's right. Kim 7-8. in Phoenix, you're on the odd couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Kim? Hey, what's
7: going on, fellas? Real quick, I just want to say, you know, I think uh, De'Aaron Fox's finger's going to be all right. That cat's been balling out. I don't think this finger thing's going to slow him down.
4: The series is where it's supposed to be. Each team is one on their home court, and I think there's uh, blood in the water, and the champs smell it, and they're going to chomp down. Thanks for getting me on, you guys. Have a great day.
3: Thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. How about uh, uh, Andre in Massachusetts? Andre, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio.
7: Yeah, how you doing? Uh, thanks for taking the call. Listen, uh, we know from the great Bill Parcells that you are uh, what your record says you are. And the uh, Sacramento Kings, uh, they're plus nine uh, on the road uh, during the regular season. They got a better road record than they do at home record. And uh, by the way, the Golden State more Warriors, they're minus 19 uh, on the road, uh, much reported. So, what I think is going to happen is the Kings are going to bounce back coming home. They almost took that game, p- pivotal game four uh, mm. in uh, Golden State. I think the Kings are going to bounce back. They're going to uh, bring it together. I got Kings minus seven at home to take back control of the series, and then they're going to go back uh, to Golden State. Mike Brown uh, and this group that's been hungry and locked in all year and try to close it out uh, in a a pivotal game six. So I'm not jumping on a championship bandwagon. I'm not voting uh, and putting my confidence in the laundry like a lot of people are doing right now with Golden State and the Lakers. Kings have been solid all year. I think they're going to lock in and get it done in a pivotal game
3: five. I I love Steve Kerr and Mike Brown. Did you see that exchange, Chris, with them? Yeah, Kirsten Kirsten said, you know, we got different plays. plays now. I'm just watching it now, you know, like,
4: right. Th- they probably don't have that, any different plays.
3: <laughs> that was funny. Wasn't it? I thought no, that was, was funny. It was I great. It was I really great. did. Um, all right, let's go. Let's squeeze one more in Gary in Houston. You're on the odd couple Fox sports radio. What up Gary?
7: Yeah. Uh, one thing Chris that you didn't mention was that Kobe had to change up his shooting form for the playoffs because of the injury. And, um, so yeah. I, I, think the, yep. I think the series is over because I just think you need De'Aaron Fox to go shot for shot with the Warriors late in these games. And I just think with the bum finger, it's going to be too hard. So I think they lose the next two.
4: No, that's fair. I mean, it, it, certainly if he wasn't playing, you'd think it's definitely over, Rob. And it remains to be seen how hampered he might be. So uh, it is a big question mark. And uh, speaking and you of that, to we'll be
3: careful. Like, not to be lulled into thinking it's over, you know what I mean, right. on the other side. absolutely. I mean, Absol- uh, we saw the Lakers, Lakers lose. The Lakers yep. fell into that, Chris, and that's exactly what I was bringing up. Oh, no jaw! Oh, this is cakewalk. Really? Yep. Oh, no, yep. they got punched in the mouth.
4: And, the, so, and the, the Warriors get careless as it is. So they do need to guard against that for sure.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Our colleague here, Fox Sports, he's the NBA analyst. You can check him out on Speak weekdays on Fox Sports 1. Rick Buker. Rick, what's up, man? What up, Rick? Gentlemen, how we doing? How we, we doing? Are good. We're doing better than a lot of these NBA stars that are going down. My, My goodness. goodness. Gracious. Before we even get to De'Aaron, which is the news of the day, De'Aaron Fox, I mean... Yeah. Do you have any feelings on these injuries? Giannis, Ja, Paul George, Kawhi, now De'Aaron Fox. You think it's just kind of one of those freak things, or is there something bigger going on here?
5: Well, I think there's a combination. Um, I I would say that the injuries to Ja and Giannis are, I don't know how to put it. I mean, both of those were guys trying to dunk on guys who – we're in the way. <laughs> right, to taking charges, trying. Like, yeah. I, I don't know where we and, – and people who are saying, hey, we got to get rid of the, the block charge or taking a charge because all these guys are getting injured. I'm like, no, don't try to dunk on dudes from six feet away when there's a guy already standing there. Like, if you, <laughs> if, 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 if you get knocked off balance or you fall awkwardly as a result of that, um, I, I just – I don't remember guys going down in heaps in previous years, guys still sure. tried to dunk on guys, but if you yeah. had to go off on two feet or you had to like lay it up or reverse it rather than dunking it, then that's what you did because you knew to protect yourself physically in the air. And I just feel like we've got a couple of injuries that are a result of that. This this uh, kind of like um, entitlement to uh, mm-hmm. if I want to dunk on you, I should be allowed to. And then the other nice. part is, I think the other part is that teams don't practice anymore. And when they do practice, they don't go five on five. And so when you do get into a game, and, you know, we've all played, there's nothing like playing the game to condition you for the game. Your body moves and reacts in ways in a game that it does not in controlled drills and anything else and so i I think and i and i get this from having talked to former players now who are executives in the league who say that like teams don't practice anymore guys aren't conditioned to play anymore so they get into games and their bodies aren't aren't physically conditioned to to react in games the way they have to
3: Mm. what what about speaking of injuries and and I mean, I, I don't know what else the Clippers could do. I mean, like, mm. Kawhi. I mean, they've already yeah. ruled him out for game five. I think they ruled him out for opening night next season, too. Uh, <laughs> we
4: we wonder, Rick, I mean, is he have to be a six man
3: going forward? Like I mean, like, like what, what can you do, Rick? Yeah. They, they, they load managed to, he still got hurt. What what, yeah. what can you do? Yeah.
5: It's, it's uh, I, I don't know that there's anything that they can do more than what they've done. It, it's proving to be a bad investment. I don't think that it's going to go back in the other direction. I actually just had this conversation with somebody. You know, if you look at, if you look at uh, Kawhi's body, he's, he's, he's an incredibly strong uh, player, but he's not particularly flexible or agile. And I know this about players that are built like that, um, is that they are iron men, and as he was at the beginning of his career like uh, but once they get one injury to one joint uh, it becomes uh, a cascade where now you're going to get an injury on the other side of the body because you th- their bodies aren't built to have the kind of flexibility to compensate for that weak Joint. So you got a weak joint that puts more stress on the other joints that don't move all that well, and now it just compounds the problem. And so, look, this is the thing. I mean, his 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 knees are not good. Um, they haven't been good. They haven't been, go- been good going back to uh, the ankle issue to the knee with uh, when 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 Zaza undercut him in 2017. Yeah. He hasn't been right since then, right? He's had one thing or another ever since, and I think it's just part and parcel. That 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 one ankle injury uh, resulted in some knee issues, and then the knee issues have gone to the I mean, the thigh issue was in the in in between those, and so um, it's it's look he's got one more year, and then he's got a player option. And they're going into a new building next year, so I would fully expect that they're going to, tr- you know, they're going to give this one more try with him and Paul, uh, see if they can, you know, it can turn out any different. But at this point, you know, it's a matter of kind of just riding out this period and trying to build the rest of the the roster so that you can move on once you're moving on from Kawhi.
4: So the news of the day, of course, De'Aaron Fox fracturing his finger, the tip of his finger on his shooting hand. Uh, How big of a deal do you think this is? And is is it as big enough to basically end this series? Well, it's a monster steal if he can't play or if he can't be any
5: semblance of of De'Aaron Fox because unlike Draymond or even Steph, uh, the Kings don't have the system or the requisite talent to compensate for what De'Aaron does. I know a lot of people want to look at the Kings as the next Warriors, but their offense doesn't run quite the same. And De'Aaron, you know, they don't have a Draymond to be the playmaker when Steph isn't there. And, um, you know, they've got some shooters, but they don't have, you know, they don't have a Clay Thompson in his prime type of shooter. And even with, when Steph was out, you had Jordan Poole, who could kind of step in. I mean, their, their backup is Davion Mitchell and, um, you know, Matthew Dellavedova wearing the lobster claw on his hand with whatever he's got going <laughs> on, um, and 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 they don't have you know and they don't have the playmaking uh, you know they don't, they don't have a playmaking forward to the level of uh, of a Draymond Green. So if he can play, uh, and I think there's some optimism that he's going to be able to play and still be a factor because he he finished out the last game. Right. Right. after that injury and hit the big three, uh, the big, big three-pointer. And I would think that if anything was going to affect you, uh, or if that index finger on your shooting hand, if it was going to affect anything, it would be your long-range shooting. So, the I, I, you know, whether they can shoot it up, where exactly the fracture is on his finger I think is is important. Is it just pain tolerance? Can they numb it enough in the area to – allow him to function. If he can't play, the series is over. If he can play and he can be some semblance of De'Aaron Fox, then I think that they're still capable. Because um, we've seen a lot of guys who've been compromised and they go out and play and they actually play better. Right. Or, ja, or, simply or Don't yeah, you remember yeah.
3: Don't you remember Giannis? That, everybody told us yeah. the Suns were two, up 2-0. He yep. came back. Oh, it's over? Yep. And, uh, yep. Some guys, some great. guys, they're focused. They're, I was uh, right. talking
5: to Eddie Johnson about this. Uh, the Suns, uh, broadcaster and former player. And he was saying, you know, when I was hurt, it, I had some of my better games because you, you just, you focus and you focus on what you're able to do rather than trying to do maybe more than you can. And so I think there's, I think there's still room for, for De'Aaron to play and to be effective and for this series to still be in the balance.
3: What'd you make of uh, Steph Curry pulling a Chris Webber and almost gave that game away? <laughs> Harrison <laughs> Barnes, Chris Webber,
4: Chris uh, Webber uh, lost. Well, you know what? I mean,
5: let's let's think about it though. Like, how many things has Steph done where you go, "That was a crazy decision." Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's like a by-the-book player. So the fact that he might have had a brain cramp in this instance really is not that far out of character. What what I do find interesting is that the, the Warriors' issues to this point have all been self-inflicted. Draymond right. getting ejected and then suspended, uh, uh, the turnovers, I mean, unforced turnovers left and right, and now add Steph's uh, brain cramp to the, uh, to the equation,
3: right.
5: and if they, if, if they can just get out of their own way, I mean, I, I have all the respect in the world for the Kings, but I feel like the adversity that the Warriors have faced so far has been largely of their own making. Um, yeah. And then they just tighten that up, um, I think there's, there's room for them to win this series in spite of but, how good the Kings have really looked.
3: And the only thing I was going to say, the, the road woes, I mean, that, that's the thing that, you know, can, can they win a road game? You know, like... Yeah. That that's really well, been like they've been bad all year. I know at the end of the year they put together two or three wins, but Yeah. This is this is not this is something that's happened. Can you put your finger on why a team that good at home could be that poor play that poorly on the road?
5: Well, I do think that since they've tightened up the rotation and they've gone to more of their veterans, they've they have been better. I mean, the two games were eminently, eminently winnable up in Sacramento at the beginning of the series. And as you pointed out, they won four of their last five on the road. So right. I think they're better than they've been for the better part of the season. But yes, I can give you an easy explanation. Um, it's, it's the effect that the Chase Center has, the Chase Center and Steph hitting threes in the Chase Center, the effect that that has on the role players is like nothing else I've ever seen. Um, wow. Even when Steph's not on the floor, Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb, guys who are on two-way contracts, are out there thinking, oh, the crowd loves me. I must be a star. <laughs> Listen to them roar. And they play like it. Well, they go on the road, and it, there's
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> they've right, got none of that. Rick, quickly, and I mean, we got to go in a few moments, but yep. it, I haven't been to the Chase Center yet. I was yeah. at the old, you know, Oracle
3: a lot, I and
4: the talk was that the Chase Center wouldn't be nearly as good as the yeah. Oracle, you know, with that crowd. Is it as good?
5: Well, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare anything to Oracle, Oracle. But what what has what has really helped them is the two years of misery, or the the, the absolute one year of misery, and then the you know getting knocked out in yeah. the play in. It whetted everybody's appetite and hunger. And so, and the, and the, and the fans, they, Like, they, they stopped taking it for granted. And when they won it last year and they won it in an unlikely fashion, I think what they, they realize is this is the last of what we're seeing with Steph and Clay and Dre. So let's get as much out of it as we can because that's what they're trying to do.
4: Cool. All right. That's our man, Rick right, Buecher. Rick, Check him out you. on Speak. Uh, weeknights. Uh, what is that? Four thirty to six. Four thirty to six e- Eastern. Eastern. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> to three Pacific. Yes. All right, Rick. Great stuff, man. You got it, fellas. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of the greatest heavyweights in history. We're gonna learn about his story. That's next. I right, couple Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? All right, it's The Odd Couple, live from the tireright.com studios. And at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match. We're also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable, so get a multi-policy discount. By combining your motorcycle, boat, ATV, RV, and more. All your protection in one place is a wonderful thing. Trust me. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob, I uh, this weekend, I got to watch an early screening of George Foreman's movie, Big George Foreman. Uh, and it was terrific. And you remember George Foreman. For those, you know, obviously Foreman... Originally fought in the 70s. He won the gold medal at the 1968 Olympics. And he was Rob. He was like, for the real old heads, he was the reincarnation of Sonny Liston. And he was much bigger than Tyson. He was 6'3". Tyson was, what, about 5'10"? But he was a Tyson. I mean, he was a, the precursor to Mike Tyson.
3: Right. Because and-
4: he, he had he still had arguably the greatest punch in heavyweight history and uh he knocked the <laughs> he destroyed joe frazier and frazier this is right after frazier beats ali frazier's the champion and uh he knocked frazier down 6 times in 2 rounds well and well, yeah it was it was an incredible i mean and the story of his life story rob um he grew up now you haven't seen it yet, right?
3: I haven't. I'm gonna look at it. But I you know, for me, Chris, I, I lived it. You know what I mean? I lived a part of his life and one of the biggest moments. If you back in nineteen ninety four when he beat Michael Moore, Chris, yeah, I was, that was covering how he boxing. Won the championship. Right. I was covering boxing for the Detroit. 25 years Price. old. Yep. And I was there, ringside. I, I that that was Michael Moore. Lived in my building in Detroit. Chris, when I fought a celebrity really? boxing match at the Palace against Terry Foster, who was right, a columnist right. at the Detroit News, and I worked at the Free Press, Michael Moore was the referee in the ring. Wow. So, so this whole George Foreman story, Chris, is fascinating to me, and I'll never forget it because he floored Michael Moore, you know, who's way yeah, he younger was than him. He was beaten pretty bad. George Foreman was beaten, like, was being beat pretty bad, Chris. And Foreman, true to form, you talked about him, the Mike Tyson, the, yeah. the one punch, to knock guys out. That's what he did. And uh, I already know the story. I can't wait to watch, you know, the whole thing in its entirety. I've seen a little bit of it, Chris, but, right. but I know it's good. And George Foreman, uh, this whole movie, We'll be interested. And the thing that I heard, and you could tell me and speak on it, is that this isn't like made for Hollywood, fluffed up. This is like stu- true stuff that went on in his life. No, absolutely. And, and, Rob, I mean, a lot of people remember him
4: for being, even when you you know, were at that fight, by that point, he's a jovial character, always smiling. Um, of course, the George Foreman grills, you know, Hey, but Rob, you at know that this. grill with all the money that he made. He made right, money, right. money off how, that how grill boxing. <laughs> but Rob, he grew up. I mean, dirt poor, dirt poor, um, and fought. He was he was a thug. Let's just keep it real. He was you know robbing people and uh, beating people up, fighting all the time. And went to Job Corps. You've heard of Job Corps. Yep. And uh, got into boxing. And that, obviously, the rest is history. But even when he won his first championship, Rob, he still had a lot of anger, and that fueled him. And then, you know, he changed his life. And But the second time we saw him, when you covered him winning that championship at 45 years old, by that point, he's a completely different person. Oh yeah, so It's always a had, really inspiring story.
3: Become yeah, he had become a man of the cloth. The Lord uh, changed his ways. Chris, but uh, that punch I'll always remember. Like there are uh. moments of my career covering sporting events. I was ringside, Chris. I was so when close you to saw them. it live. What I mean, that must have looked crazy. I couldn't. Brugal. I couldn't believe Michael Moore lost to him. But it told me about George Foreman at yeah. forty-five. What he was able to do.
4: I couple, lock it.